All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Sales Podcast, episode 207. This is your host, Tommy Tahoe Alemo. Uh, excited to be bringing you another episode where I help to break down uh, for young sellers how to have a successful career, make more money, be more fulfilled, um, you know, get promoted, be able to sleep at night, whatever it is that you're trying to get done in this crazy sales world. We're all in it together. Uh, we're, we're in the last month uh, of the end of the first quarter for, for most of us if we're starting on that calendar year. And so you start to feel that quota get a little bit heavier. It's starting to get a little bit warmer in the room. It's, uh, you're sweating a little bit more on the forecast meetings. Uh, maybe that's just me. <laughs> uh, so I'm finishing up my first quarter of ramp uh, over at Gong and uh, just doing my damnedest, man. So I appreciate everyone that is uh, showing love and listening and supporting the show. Um, I just closed my first uh, two deals there. So if you want to send me a congratulatory uh, fruit basket uh, or Ben and Jerry's or whatever it is, hit me up. I'll give you my address. Um, anyways, <laughs> without further ado, let's let's get into uh, today's episode. I got my good friend, John Barcelos on the show. He's an account manager at Postal IO and um, met John last year in the beautiful world of LinkedIn. I, I think he was uh, checking out the show. Uh, simultaneously was trying to get me onto the postal platform, uh, which uh, anecdotally is, is very cool. And uh, we got chummy and I decided to bring him on because I liked the way that he sold. I liked his vibe. I, I thought he was uh, very professional yet casual um, and, you know, was, was easy to get along with and was uh, someone that, you know, I, I thought just did a really good job. So you're going to learn from John in this episode. He's got a super interesting uh, backstory of, of getting into, you know, the world of hospitality and not just like as a drive by, like, you know, as a waiter for a few months or in college, like was in the waiter in the high end cocktail business for years and then jumped into sales. So we talk about that transition. Uh, we talk about um, the transition of COVID. He's, he's a, a father. Um, and so managing the, the sales life with being a dad uh, which is something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, we talk about it at the time it was the end of his year. So how he was pulling in some deals, his shift recently from uh, account executive to account manager. So working more on like the post-sale side of things and upsells and renewals and all that stuff. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode with John. His uh, charisma, his energy is contagious. You're going to feel good. You're going to be ready to roll. Um, if you find any value, my one quick plug, head over to Apple, please subscribe, leave a five-star review. It takes you a minute and a half, it makes my day, makes me smile and, um, you know, helps us to grow the show. So otherwise hit me up on uh, social Tom Lamo or Tommy Tahoe, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all, all the places. So without further ado, let's get into my conversation with John Barcelos. Let's go. John Barcelos, welcome to the show, my man. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Absolutely. We got some end of year magic happening, end of fiscal year magic happening for you right now, huh? Isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. We're um, That's what we're just wrapping up right now uh, from my team and I, January 31st, which falls on a Sunday, of course. So we're having a very fun end of the week on my end. I love it. I love it. There's nothing like that end of year rush. I've never had the end of year in January before. Mm. How's that? Yeah, actually, I mean, frankly, I haven't either. 
Um, it's a unique experience. Um, it, you kind of get this, uh, this perspective of you think you're closing out the year because it feels like it and so many of your prospects and clients are, are actually in that, but it's not. Um, so it gives, it gives an interesting leverage in the sales conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And it's probably good for, you could probably actually recharge a little bit at the holidays because, you know, my last, so this year is an exception because I was in between jobs, but the last two or three years before that, I closed the deal between six and 9 p.m. on New Year's Eve every, every year. And it was yeah. always, I was talking to our finance person and I was at my, <laughs> you know, girlfriend, now fiance's parents' house. And I'm like ducking out of the, you know, whatever we're doing, playing cards or watching the TV or something to go make a call. Yeah. And it was just, uh, it's, it's not ideal. So I like yeah. the January move. I envy that. Yeah, totally. I live that. I live the same thing actually for uh, the holidays. Uh, my family celebrates Christmas and we would always be uh, Christmas day. We'd actually go to my wife's grandmother's house and she lives uh, for the lack of better terms in the sticks. She's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. There is internet. So that was nice. I would always have my <laughs> laptop with me. Um, but yeah, there was that time between like Christmas day and new year's day where it's the end of the year. What's what magic is going to happen? And, and I have those same stories of the six o'clock at night or even a five o'clock in the morning for me on the West Coast, talking to somebody on the East mm -hmm. Coast. Um, so to your point, actually uh, having a, a January end of the year is pretty rad uh, because it does allow you to have a little bit of breathing room there around whatever holiday you know you 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 enjoy and the new year to kind of be with family. Uh, and I'm a big family guy. I come from a massive family. I have kids myself, so. It was really, really nice. I actually took uh, the last two weeks of December completely off. Oh, and nice. uh, my previous roles before being in software sales were in uh, restaurants, bars, um, working in high-end cocktail places, or even in uh, theaters, uh, like uh, live theater venues, right? Uh, so those types of things actually don't sleep at the holidays either. So this was the first year of my professional life, even adult life, I, I can say that I got to do that. And it was, it was rad. I love it. I love it. What's what's your go-to cocktail? I didn't know you were at a high-end cocktail place. Put you on the spot there. No, it's good. Sazerac, actually. Well, I don't. I have yeah. no idea what that. I don't know what yeah. that is. I don't know how to spell it. Give me. What is that? S a z e r a u. I, I'm a terrible speller, but I know it's S a z e. Uh, okay. And it's actually a cocktail that's native to New Orleans. Uh, it's rye whiskey. Uh, you have a rinse of absinthe in your glass, some Peychaud's bitters, which is like a berry-based bitters. Uh, you're going to have an uh, orange peel zest in it as well. Uh, maybe a little bit of simple syrup, depending on, on your taste or maybe what rye you're using. But man, oh man, the absinthe rinse on the glass is really the trick. So you get a lot of those anise notes. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, you got to like the anise flavor. Uh, most people are more familiar with like black licorice in that sense, mm -hmm. but very hint. Yeah, you, so. you know your stuff. I love it. I, I like to think that I know about drinking, but it sounds bad when you say it like that, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, you just know, you know mixology. You know mixology. I know what I like, yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. Well, I'm sure people did not tune in to hear us talk about rye whiskey. Um, well, maybe sure. they did, you know, uh, depending on what, what night you're watching this. Uh, so I'd love to, to hear what you, you, you folks have some exciting stuff going on at Postal. Um, mm. You know, you've made a recent switch from, from AE to account manager here to, to start 2021. So I'd love to hear what some of the tips you have are for the fellow millennial salespeople that are grinding out and looking to make it happen in 2021. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, as one of those older millennials, actually, I think I hit like right on the top end of the spectrum. Um, I think that, that that's what's so interesting about our generation is that we have we've grown up in a different world than than the than the generation before us, and I mean that really in a in a technology sense. And so many of us now find ourselves working in that space, which is constantly evolving. And I think there's you know when you asked me you know to prepare for this, I thought about a couple things. I thought about a lot of things, but I tried to narrow it down into a couple. And, and I would say first and foremost, in 2020 and the events of that have really shown us how important this is, is you need to be you. You have to be honest and you have to be present, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that it's I, I know it's it sounds cliche and it sounds all of that but the reality of like I was telling you know before we were recording just before this I was across the hall having a tea party with my <laughs> three and a half year old and I'm wearing I'm wearing lipstick right now you can't see it because it's a fake lipstick but I'm wearing like those types of things uh, I, I try to actually squeeze those in in between meetings as much as possible in my day it's mm-hmm. who I am I want to be with my kids right and it actually has helped me mentally through a lot of these times. Um, I think just kind of being friendly overall with people, yeah. I think it takes uh, a lot less energy to be nice about something and to be okay with letting things roll off your back. You know, just like water off a turtle's back as, as the phrase goes. Mm-hmm. You can sit there and be upset about things that are out of your control, but at the end of the day, you're burning energy that you could be funneling into a more positive place to actually be productive about something. Mm-hmm. Um, and l- let me ask yeah. you about the, um, you know, having tea parties, you know, in between calls and things like yeah. that. Like, does that, that doesn't disrupt your, your flow, your rhythm. You're like, you have a great call and then you go to the, the tea party and then it's like, oh, now I got to go prospect or, you know, whatever I got to do. Like, how do you, how do you switch yeah. like that? Switch it on and on. Oh, that's, that's a great question. And I get, I actually do get asked that a lot by, by coworkers as well. And so, for me, I, I think it's kind of back to just being me. Um, I am very type A and I'll admit that I am type A. I have a schedule. Here is my schedule. Here is how it goes. Yeah. This is when I'm prospecting. This is when I'm, uh, I'm I'm organizing my pipeline. This is when I'm figuring out, do I want to pursue this deal more? All, you know, all of those things that we all do throughout our day. Yep. But within there, I think it's really important. Uh, and I think back to, you know, those events of 2020 and how they've changed all of our lives. It's important to have that step back because, you know, so many of us are in that same building all day now. That building is also our house. So there's no separation of work and, and real life. And that can be where it's really, really dangerous. So what I decided to do for myself is just kind of blend them. So if my three and a half year old happens to open that door and I'm on an enterprise call with 50 users maybe of our platform and, and we're all talking, like that's going to happen. That's going to be my real life, you know, and I'm going to let it happen, actually. Um, of course, within reason, there's there's sometimes like, like, maybe that's not the best time to come in. Viv, her name's Vivian. Yeah, shout out. To um, shout out Vivian. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And and maybe like, you know, that 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 brings the human side to you as well. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, she comes in. Who's going to, you know, who on the other side is going to be like, I can't believe that guy had his three-year-old daughter walk in, you know, I'm trying to learn about postal. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's a much needed kind of break in the seriousness of most sales calls or most business calls. It almost like kind of works in your favor, uh, kind of build rapport and not that you're using it that way, but it's just like it, I think it's true showing yourself as a human 
yeah. helps to helps to, to build trust and build relationships. Well, and that's part of like what this whole, that's what we, that's what we're all supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. Like we shouldn't be coming into this looking for the sale. The real thing is like we come into it looking for how we can help you. But then when you're able to humanize yourself, that's when you start kind of creating your own opportunities. Right. Mm-hmm. Right there. Just just with that. Just by. And I think that, again, goes back to what I was first saying is being you and being honest. Yep. Because if that and if that comes from a genuine place. It's easy. Yeah. That, that gets to be your tailwind. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um, what else you got for? Well, yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's one other thing I want to talk to you about that. I noticed, I don't think I ever saw this before today. You've got the, the arm tats. Oh yeah. I've got a lot of tattoos actually. I've got some that will just not show uh, for the camera's sake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the we'll people keep the watching show on, rated. People yeah. watching um, on YouTube uh, or, or not watch on YouTube. He's got the full <laughs> sleeves going on. But so that's, let me just ask you point blank. Like that's part of the same, like you're not, hiding that as as a salesperson you're no i actually don't you know yeah yeah i i um i'm very proud of the the artwork that i put on my body everything actually has a little bit of meaning my my grandfather is here on the inside of my arm i have my the chinese zodiac signs of both my grandmother's is on my other forearm my last name is actually this rooster it means the rooster and so that's what's over here Um, i get asked about my artwork a lot and it actually allows me to tell my story a little bit i'm very proud of it all i love it i love it i had to i had to uh, pinned in on that. I'm too afraid yeah. of needles to get one myself, but I think they're very cool. You'll be, you'll, you'll like to hear this then. Um, <laughs> I actually can't watch myself give blood. Uh, and I don't, do I, not that I faint. Um, literally my body, just my veins get like really tight. Everyone, the doctors are always like, you just need to relax. You have enough tattoos. Are you scared? And I'm like, no, my body just starts like freaking out a little bit, I guess. Weird. <laughs> so, um, so it's a different feeling. I'll say that. But uh, if you ever want to get something together, um, I've got a lot of little things that I go have gotten with buddies, man. I'll get a little heart with you. <laughs> get a little heart on like the bicep or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, right on the belt line. It's like a really yeah. cute spot. You know, we can yeah. get it together. Hey, let's do it. Hey, if this show gets, uh, you know, a certain amount of downloads, then I'll do it. That's, that's sure. I will match that with you. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So we've got, you know, being human, being friendly, anything else that yeah. um, you want to get off your chest here? Any, any other tips that you got for, for these lovely listeners? Yeah, man. I think it's, I, I kind of hinted at it, but like creating your own opportunities that is mm-hmm. like, that is no matter what role you're in. I don't care if you're an SDR. I don't care if you're an AE, your enterprise, your SMB, your land expand doesn't matter create your own opportunities. Nothing is given to you. Anything you want in life is always like, you got to go get it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to have that and you've got to want it. If you don't want it. And and I mean, this with love, find some other shit to do. There's (laughs) plenty of other jobs, right? Because you will hurt yourself in the long run. So if you're not wanting to go and find your own opportunities, this is not for you. Um, I think that like when you, sorry, were you going to say something? No, keep, keep it rolling. Yeah, man. I, I think that like within that, it, it comes down to like for each individual is really simple. And you got to know your industry and you got to know who your ideal customer is and focus on that too. Don't try to force the, the you know, the, the square into the round peg or, or the, however the phrase is. You don't try to force it. 
Yeah. I'm really great with analogies, by the way. <laughs> um, but, you know, like you just, if you're forcing it, it's going to feel forced. And that's not going to actually be you finding your own opportunities. That's you running uphill and into the wind with the parachute on your back. You're yep. going to feel like shit, you know? Yep. That was, you know, I talked to a friend of mine that just got promoted from BDR to AE. And yeah. that was my number one piece of advice is that, again, whether you're an AE or SDR or account manager, it doesn't really matter. You, you've got to go out and, and hunt. You got to go out and create yeah. opportunities in one way or another. And that's the separator. You can, you can hit your number with your SDR doing a lot of that work or marketing helping you out or whatever. You can hit it some months or some quarters or a few years. But if you want to consistently do a good job and you want to consistently uh, not only, you know, hit your number, but also for me, it's less anxiety. It's a, it's a more yeah. fun job. It's a less anxious job. Uh, it's a more lucrative job when you've got more, all, more things in the air. Right. And so if you lose a deal, it sucks, but it's not as big of a deal because you've got three others right here, you know? And so if Man. you're not going out there and creating it, then you're leaving yourself exposed to having a really bad day someday. That is, I cannot tell you how true that is. And, and uh, I was fortunate to start as, a, as an SDR myself. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think that's probably why I have that, that kind of gut and go for it mentality. Uh, I think it's baked into you if you start in that role and kind of work your way up into other sales positions from there. Um, my, my, my greatest stretch of my career was hitting goal 21 months in a row. And I remember month 22 when I missed, I remember how disappointed I was. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt, I know exactly why it happened. And it's because three months before that, I started slacking off in my outbound effort. Mm. I know it. I know that's why it happened. I wasn't creating my own opportunities, right? That's how pissed on me. are you about that still to this day? Can you feel it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk to the SDRs I work with now about it. I talk to the AEs I work with now. I talk to everybody because I was an AE at that point. But um, and yeah, the, the stretch where I had hit goal was actually I was an AE the entire time. But there's no excuse for that. That was all my fault. Mm. I'll never 21 forget 21 months in a row. It's fun when that happens. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> I bet. Very, very fun. I bet. That's consistency. Yeah. It was, um, it was great. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it, man. Well, these are great tips. Um, I know you've got a packed schedule with tea parties and closing end of your business and all the things in between both of yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on. Um, any last words of advice of sage wisdom? Uh, coming down from Santa Barbara for uh, the millennial sellers out there. Yeah, man. Um, hit me up on LinkedIn if you got a question. Ooh. Maybe maybe that's it. Like, I, I want to be an open book. Um, I was uh, I was asked to if I would be interested in tech sales um, almost, let's see, I'm, I'm 33. So this is um, probably close to a decade ago at this point, and I was scared. Um, I was scared out of ignorance, I'll say, because I thought, oh, that's not for me. I mean, maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm not this. Maybe I'm not that. And um, I couldn't have been more wrong on that. So if any of the listeners like want a piece of advice and, and, and you know, like I said earlier, this job is not for everybody. If I can help you figure that out and like avoid something that might hurt you or give you something that might help you, that is giving back is like the best thing to me. 
Um, shout out Tony Wigney. This guy actually helped change my life. Um, he was a rep who basically told me was I was looking to get into software sales and out of the restaurant game. He said, you know how to work hard? You know how to keep your head down? I answered yes to both. He said, yeah, you'd be all right. He gave me a pat on the shoulder and he walked away. We're great wait, friends now. I can see. Wait, the were guy you at a? Server. Were you? Were you as his like server or something? Where's Where is this <laughs> happening? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good question. Um, no, I was actually uh, so I used to manage um, a couple locations of a, of a restaurant and bar called Slow Brew. It's a brewery in San Luis Obispo, and um, he uh, one of my bartenders, one of my bar leads that I had hired, actually uh, used to work in software with Tony. And so we were just talking one night as we were closing the bar. It's like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, my wife at the time is four months pregnant with our first. And I'm thinking three o'clock in the morning, my wife's pregnant. This isn't going to work out. I got to figure out something else to do, right? So um, he said, well, you might want to look into software sales. And I was like, yeah, I know. But like eight years ago, or no, no, it was uh, six years ago, seven years ago, however long it was. I was like, yeah, you know, and I, and I have all these excuses. He goes, no, I think you'd probably do well at it. You should call this guy. We got together. Um, we had a conversation. That was the end of it. He goes, you know, John, I think you're smart. You know how to put your head down? You know how to work hard? You'll be fine. And he walked away. And I will just, I'll never forget that, you know, because he was right. And I think that's kind of the biggest secret to all of this. I love that. I love that story. And then that's, then you went out there and what, how many, you said that was what, 10 years ago? No, that Six was, um, no, maybe, well, see the uh, 2018. 17 four years ago four years ago yeah four years ago and it was like six years before that when I had had my first somebody approach me and say hey you should probably look at this so I ran from something that was probably really really good for me for six years Mm. don't do that Mm. (laughs) don't we all don't we all uh we're all afraid of our own success (laughs) totally yeah hindsight's always 2020 on those things of course and there you are. But uh, I think it's like always looking forward, you know, like I was saying, like be present in those moments. That does a trick. It. I love it. So everyone hit up John, open invitation on LinkedIn, John Barcelos. Um, I appreciate you coming on the show, my man. This is great. My honor. Seriously, Tom, it's been great. It's been great to watch your other guests. It's been great to be a part of this community with you guys. Um, I'm stoked for it. And for any sales leaders out there, get your budget ready for Postal in 2021. absolutely let us know we're ready to talk all right thanks man thank you all right everybody happy march thank you for listening to that episode while you're walking the dog or doing your laundry or prospecting whatever you're up to uh please head over to apple leave a review five-star review helps me grow the show uh hit me up on linkedin tom malamo uh twitter instagram youtube tom mctahoe peace